Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's time for the sports, you guys. I'm so excited to talk about the sports. Anything uh, happen? Nothing in particular. Just another Wednesday, right? Just another hump day. You know, we're just here to... Waste another two hours of everybody else's time, but honestly, what were you doing with it otherwise? No, 100% is what we're here for. Absolutely. It's the 13th of April. Yes, I mentioned hump day. My name is Lindsey Brown across from me from the glass. Adrian Hernandez. And we are the Playmakers. And let's just say uh, I'm on one today. Just a bit. I am on it. A week away from a, a special holiday, and you're excited because of it, clearly. What's a week from today? Because it's 413, and next week is going to be 420. Oh, I mean... I will be I will be celebrating. Obviously, <laughs> it's really loud in here. At least it's about to be. And uh, you're right. It's it's. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Is I'll everyone's always, ears I'll okay? I'll always take the chuckles. It was oh, you were concerned for my health. That yeah, one. I, that ears. one we can move on from. I've given up on that one as well. Uh, it's a special edition of the Playmakers today because today is one of those rare occasions where I like sports. And let's ride. <laughs> it's, let's I, go, guys. Lindsay's in. Let's go. I'm all in, guys. I I don't know if you heard. Sports. Uh, if, sports. If you follow sports. us on any social media channel whatsoever, um, you will have been informed that I'm a Minnesota Timberwolves fan. The Bet Las Vegas Twitter and Instagram, by the way. Yes. They won last night. And let's ride. Let's freaking ride, people. I cannot get over that game last night. And if you're one of those people that's tuning in, it's like, oh, one shining moment to act like you've been there before. We haven't been here before. Literally. Literally, guys. We have not been here before. This is the Minnesota Timberwolves organization. We don't win things. We don't have good moments. So if you got that negative energy, you might as well just compartmentalize that and put it in the corner for a little bit. Because when we have big moments and we have joyful moments, why are we trying to stamp them out for other people? And we just had a pandemic, two years of being out in, in, in the house. Correct. And we got to see greatness on display last night, my friends. Not from Carl Anthony Towns so much, but from Anthony Edwards and company. And we're going to get plenty into that specific game uh, over the course of our program today because it is not a mood that has been able to be doused out yet today, despite some people's best efforts. And, Lindsay, I promise you throughout the show, some special nuggets for you. <gasps> Just some, some T-Wolf nuggets. I love nuggets. Wait a not minute, the Denver are... kind, though. They can suck oh, There's it. a lot of nuggets. Like I said, a week away. Um, We are three minutes into the show, Lindsay. Yeah. Can I just get one? Oh! oh! 
Uh, hey guys. Listen to all our faithful listeners. We appreciate you. Uh, just buckle up for these next couple of weeks of a lot of Timberwolves and Minnesota Wild talk. We've been preparing for it though. To be honest, like we've been talking Timberwolves basketball in this program for a while. Like you can go back in the archives of our of our interviews with Ryan McDonough when we conducted or even when when Paul was here. I always work a Wolves question in there just because, like you know, they're still a thing. And I'm gonna now, reach out to John K for you. He's super Honestly, busy. Honestly, let's get Johnny back on. It's playoff time, baby. You had him on last time for my birthday. Maybe we could have him just on a regular day uh, and see what that ha- what that brings because um, it's a special time to be a sports fan in Minnesota, as you mentioned, and we will absolutely be riding the wave with it because otherwise, what are we even doing here? But, Lindsay. What? Will my Cavs you're, join you're, us? See, I, was, I didn't bring in my <sighs> T-Wolves towel that I uh, uh, accumulated during their last playoff run. You brought in... Uh, authentic Cavaliers rookie season LeBron James jersey yesterday. Mitchell and Ness, check the stats, people. Yep. And you have left your banner, which has the uh, the finals, Cleveland Cavaliers 2015 Eastern Conference champions. It's in here. Your team did not fare as well. I don't know if you heard. This guy, Kyrie Irving. Dude. Remember when I, I was like, let him score? I didn't... <laughs> Let him shoot as many times as possible. Yeah. And then he had, like, the most efficient 40-point game in the history of basketball. Was it tough to watch the one that got away just rub it all up in your face? No, because, you know, we, we had the bigger dude do that it's, with LeBron. Uh, I suppose it's different, right? <laughs> We're used to it. I, like, Kyrie, right? How weird of a situation that is, right? You're like, Kyrie leaves. That's all right. We, the, you weren't the biggest fish, Ewan McGregor. Yeah, and he's also, like, on a vengeance tour because his other ex, Boston, is coming up next. That's so true. he's just on a vengeance tour and season. it's certainly more. I, I think sour grape feelings with that Bostonian group than it is with Cleveland because ultimately he did the same thing that LeBron did, which was left them with a championship, and that's why you have that that banner to commemorate. But here's the thing: what have you done for me lately? You've lost. Mm-hmm. And it was a close game. They kind of closed the gap towards the end. It was a yeah. They they got it within six points. Jay Z looked confused. Um, one of the just and we talked hey, about this before the show. Yeah, it was one of the most. Like, it was a preseason game with five dudes waving towels inside Barclays. Meanwhile, Target Center going crazy. I saw some dude dressed up as the Target dog mascot in the crowd going nuts. People gluing themselves to the court. Bullseye! What's up, my buddy? Um, Listen, at the end of the day, Kyrie Irving, KD, they're kind of good at basketball. And, you know... The Cavs were were running. They kept it close. They did the best they could without Jared Allen and that presence. Um, and to be honest, I don't know this for sure, yeah. and I'm so glad how they performed. But to me, facing Miami is kind of the better matchup for a couple of reasons. The most disrespected one seed of all time is the Miami True, Heat. but and one of the reasons why I want to face them, and I don't know, Maybe I have a king for punishment. Like, I want them to face the better we team. We call that masochism. Yeah, and the be- that's a word I cannot pronounce. And Eric Spolster and everything. So hopefully, we'll see tonight. Um, Atlanta, Charlotte, of course. And we'll get into the playing games oh, that are yeah. happening. Because uh, there's more basketball craziness. But, yeah, what a, what a total, total flip 180 of just... The Nets won. They're like business as usual. And let's go to the Target Center. Kevin Harlan's freaking out. Reggie Miller's freaking all out. All of the beautiful people of all of the lakes rolled out last Except night. that lady with the glue. That was weird. Weird, but, you know, <laughs> uh, protests are certainly something that uh, the, the 
Minneapolis St. Paul community is very acutely aware with as of late. And the referees. We we talked about this. My God, be more be more attention seeking. Thirteen Uh, fouls. Let's let's make this about me. (laughs) Scott Foster was like, This is my moment on TNT. Thirteen fouls. Shut your face, Scott! (laughs) Yeah, thirteen fouls in the first quarter. So there was more fouls than minutes played. Um, and there was an eight K. I knew it was legit in a moment once I realized that TNT brought out the 12K camera in Minnesota. That was a big deal. Mm -hmm. When I saw Anthony Edwards shoot a free throw and it felt like I was playing 2K. Dude, they're so lucky considering how good of a free throw shooting team they are. It seemed that everybody missed their first attempt last night. It was something that was starting to add up towards the end. And it was odd because that game was so back and forth for probably like the first half, right? And actually Minnesota ends up ahead, which is shocking because Carl Anthony Towns had to come out because he had three fouls with like five minutes left. And he only ends up going getting like seven points. He was an absolute waste of a stat line last yeah. night. But you know what? His team carried him through. And I think – well, I'll say this in a couple minutes when we have our conversation with Trista Crick that was recorded just a couple of hours ago. I think this team is better served to see Cat on the bench – First of all, he needs to learn a lesson by being a little bit more in control of himself and his cortisol levels in those big-time moments. But then it also allows the team, other than Carl Anthony Towns, to prove to themselves that they can do it without him and prove to Carl Anthony Towns that we can do it for you. Like, there's a bunch of trust-building, trust-fall type of things no. that went through, I, I think, a lot of Wolves fans and Wolves players' minds last night. And that's why, like, I... All the the jokes and stuff after the game, and they're saying, "Oh, one shining moment that like like it." This community, like my hometown community that I've been not part of basically for the better part of three years, we've been through a lot. Been through a lot, hundred percent. And so when we have these these moments laced with history in our own community, and then you have like the whole Pat Bev factor and Alex Rodriguez factor. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh, my cousin who was working that game last night met Alex Rodriguez. He told me about it on the phone earlier today. He was like, I was like, good dude. He's like, super chill, super nice. I'm like, he looked like he was lubed up a little bit last night. He looked like he was having a hell of a time. So at least you took care of him, right? Yeah. And um, sorry to cut you off. It's okay. I just think that it was one of those situations with the Clippers where they had the perfect game plan. And they got sometimes, Carl and they had nothing else. Yeah. And sometimes other players step up and yeah. it switches. It went from, hey, we have all these physical long bodies that aren't necessarily as big as Cat, but we can get physical and get them uncomfortable. And then Anthony well, Edwards said, hold my beer. Yeah. And Even then though I'm like, not old enough to drink it. Like, yeah. we don't just run through Cat. We can run up and down. And then that speed and that switch. And, you know, Trista said that when D'Lo gets, when, one of, when these dudes get hot, that's how they hit you and you don't know what happens. And they toughed it out. I wish... I wish this series would have went seven games because the versatility for both teams mm. and kind of maneuvering. But it's a I would rather situation. see Memphis. No. I would rather see Memphis, Minnesota for and, seven games. And that, That's what I, we're gonna get. I hope that series that series is gonna average like 150 points for both teams. And it's split it's right down the middle amazing. of the regular season series. And I think both teams are built to keep up with one another with uh, in transition team that uh, Memphis is and just the high scoring nature that the Wolves are. You don't get those point totals without getting the ball up quickly up and down the floor. Anthony Edwards is an absolute superstar. I'm super excited for this team. And as I said, we'll go, we'll be uh, touching on this several times throughout our program. But we need to talk about the one anchor in the room. This is why we're focusing on the Wolves. This is why we're focusing on the Minnesota Wild, at least in some capacity, until the darkness comes and envelops us all. Uh-oh. Uh, Gold Knights lost last night. Luckily, luckily, Shea Theodore, who can perform in the bubble in the playoffs and specifically against Vancouver, put the team on his back. 
in the third period and said, guys, I'm going to get us a point. They lose in overtime just a minute into it. Not a great showing for your team. Did I watch most any of the game? Nope. Did I watch the highlights? Yes. Did I get most of what I needed to get? Yes. Um, we're getting we're taking penalties a minute into the game and then getting scored on the first initial shot against. Makes sense to me. Gonna be tough to battle back from that. Robin Leonard was certainly not at his best last night. I, I think he would tell you that himself. He struggled a lot tracking the puck. And therefore, he struggled a lot with managing his weight because his confidence started to erode away. And why would you get off to a good start when your team puts you in a bad position to start the game? A minute in. Yeah. And since we had such a great outing against them last time when they beat our ass 5-1 to one at home, and all they did was stretch out our defensive zone. All they did is put our players on the island. We did it to ourselves last night. You didn't even need that many power play opportunities, even though the Vancouver Canucks went two for three. Guess what the Golden Knights went? On the man advantage. Probably not as good. 0 for 3. Jeez. This is a team that needs to win out. And th- this is why, like, there's a lot of people, well, at least they got a point last night. That's not good enough. But that's where we are in this season. Uh, as I mentioned, body weight was falling everywhere for, for Robin Leonard. You can just tell on Bolt Horvat's second goal. when Where does his weight fall? It falls backwards. A super simple save from Elias Pedersen coming across uh, the middle. Takes a little bit of a shot. And then Robin Leonard had no idea where that puck was. And sometimes those games happen. Sometimes it's just you get lost. And I was kind of surprised to see that Pete didn't honestly go to Thompson. But Leonard's are starting at Minder, and people have to work through things, to quote Trista Crick here in just a couple of minutes. But it's not. I'm not even pissed at our goaltending, once again, because this is, this is my joke. This is my line. I'm even going to tape it on my phone because it's so brilliant, at least in my mind it is. Three, two, one. <laughs> Here we go. The Knights treat their offensive blue line like the organization itself treats its players with complete reckless abandonment. That turnover from Alex Pertrangel, who also took the initial penalty in the first period, I, I just, this is, this is, Arguably, the offensive blue line is the most vulnerable place on the ice. And some hockey people are going to be like, what? how could you say that's in front of the net? It's the house. No, 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 no. Because what do you expect when you're in the defensive zone in your house? It being ransacked, right? You're in the defensive zone. This is the mode we're supposed to be in. The puck's down here. i got to put on my defense hat. we got to get the puck out. Yeah, all hands on deck. You think that hat is anywhere near the offensive blue line or the way that we think, most people know. Most people aren't aware of that all the time because we're like, oh, my God, we're on the offense. We're pushing. We're being aggressive. We're going to go shoot pucks. We're going to score goals. I'm going to be able to do what I want. Dude, it wasn't even a hard pass. It was like a nice little drop, flop, saucer pass across the zone, and we're shocked it gets turned over. My God. I'm like, the audacity even make that pass or make that play wouldn't be – in my noggin. But yet, that's where this team is. And maybe it's because they're put in a desperate position because they're chasing that game at that point. They know that the Vancouver Canucks are a better skating team than at that point. And this is also additional to the fact that what was I talking about yesterday when we insert Mark Stone back into the lineup? That's going to take some time. It's going to take some time. And that's going to shuffle a lot of the lines. You don't just stick Mark Stone in there and just be like, five minutes, bro. Like, when you have those must-win scenarios, it's a really tough thing to ask for someone to put forth their best effort when it's the first time we've seen them in 50 games. 
You know, I know it's not that specific number, but the exaggeration certainly feels necessary. No, but it's time, and you're. It is time. And these are serious and, games, and and that's what I mean. Like, why are we making decisions that would usually be indicative of a lead versus decisions that we're making when we need to be catching up? Like the dipsy doodles up at the at the offensive blue do not make sense to me. Do not make sense to me. And so this is again a further example. I think of specifically this team's lack of imagination, especially in the pressure moments, because it's one thing to say we're going to change it, change it up at the bench or in in meetings or in video before, but it's another thing to execute on the ice in the biggest moments. And they have failed to do that at every turn this season, and that's why they are where they are. They are lucky to have gotten a point to only be three points behind their playoff position that they're still chasing, that they still have a chance of. But you know who else still has a chance for it? The Vancouver Canucks. You know how many times the Vegas Golden Knights have had a chance to eliminate them from playoff contention the last week? Twice. You know how many times they've been able to make good on it? Zero freaking times. So that's why this team doesn't belong in the playoffs for me. And it's a good thing because false narratives about yourself will create more problems for you and your future than it will just to accept the hard truth of the present. Rest up, let's get everybody back on track, and let's f- live to fight another day. Because that first round exit isn't going to do anything. No, for the team. and and it could it could it could wreak havoc. Honestly, that's right. It just making the playoffs and then getting pooped on—that's not a good experience. I would rather miss it because there's always going to be bills due from the trauma that you go through, and every day is a traumatic experience in life, right? Technically, if we all started to add it up by our clinical definitions, that's absolutely true. And that's true when it comes to sports. It's true when you have negative experiences in a place that you love and a place that you work and everything else. And it's not anything that they wouldn't be able to get over. But this is a team that struggles to get out of its own way when we're just trying to score goals. Like, we act like this is like this Herculean, you know, super fortified, mentally tough team. It never really has been. It's been, well, if we follow this recipe that we know super well and we can get all these kind of ducks in a row, like I said earlier this season, the thing that's missing from this team are the third-period comebacks. Last one, last night we got one, but it wasn't enough because we had to use so much gas in our tank just to get back into it because we put ourselves in a tough spot because we weren't able to come up with a big save because a few of the, our most important guys had an off night. I get that. That's a very human experience. We, the problem is putting ourselves in the position where an off night at this juncture is fatal. But we can't change the past. We can only change the future, Coach, and they have another game on the horizon. Coach Pete just saying after the game, we're going to have to be better than that down the stretch to get where we want to go. My guy, there's we can't eight have those games comments. left. We, can't have, we <laughs> cannot. We? Like, the fact that we're having this conversation after this game, we, we got to play better. No S, Sherlock. Eight games left. <laughs> What are we doing? What Dude, did, what type of answer it, is that? It, it drives me nuts. And uh I I'm I'm just I'm at a loss for words with this team sometimes. And that's a, I mean, there's so much talent and it creates a little bit of false hope. And so I, I think that's why we have to we have to have our moment in the in the in the crapper here. We have to accept the fact that this is not probably a playoff hockey team this year, and even if they do make it, that changes are gonna need to be made. That doesn't necessarily mean we change the whole makeup of the face, but it means that we consider it because all of these options, we're, we're, we're only willing to explore a few certain options on the ice. 
well, then we've robbed ourselves of the of the opportunity to control our own destiny, and that puts the onus on the people in the front office. And since they've taken care of this so well, you know, I'm feeling great. Yeah, it's it's a un, unforeseen territory here for the Golden Knights. Obviously, never being in this position before, yep. but it is what it is. And, and you and guys are so themselves. lucky that you have myself and Adrian here to help you through this dark time because as people from Cleveland and Minnesota, there is nothing we are more familiar with than failure, than playoff failure, than lack, and just overall existential dread and anger. That is that is what we have been raised in. That is what we have specialized in. And that is absolutely <laughs> We're Bane. We're our professional skill set that is put on display each and every weekday here at 3 to 5 p.m. Uh, our discussion around the greatest game ever played on a basketball court continues with Trista Crick on the other side of the break. Love for the bet. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez. The Playmakers. Exclusively on 1140 The Bet. Sometimes the stars align because who better to join us on one of Lindsey Brown's best days ever as a Minnesota Timberwolves fan. It's the host of BetMGM Tonight and our NBA insider, Trista Crick. Insider calls powered by BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download your BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. Welcome back, Trista Crick. I don't have very many creative questions today because it's mostly just vibes. This is a positive space. So please, 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 can we talk about the ascension of Anthony Edwards? Because this man is special. You know it. Adrian, who's crabby today, definitely knows it. I know it. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. I don't think anybody can dispute that Ant Edwards is a bona fide star and maybe one of the most unique basketball players that we've seen in a long time. He's got this size and explosiveness, but touch around the rim. Also a, a, a decent three point shooter. How many, he had five threes last night. So, you know, coming up in big moments when Carl Anthony Towns very clearly wasn't ready for that, those bright lights, as they say, uh, I mean, you just have to be excited that you have him because he's changed. I know Pat Beverly has changed everything, but without Aunt Edwards, I don't know necessarily that it works. I agree with you, and I'm actually kind of glad that Cat fouled out last night because the only person that can help him in this situation, in this scenario, is himself because he put himself and the team in that scenario. And if he wants to be out there fighting for that team, then he's going to have to kind of make some adjustments in the way that he plays, and maybe that's the complaints, maybe that's just the way that he carries himself, but you're right. In terms of having that backup person, somebody to believe in, it's hard for me to not say that that's Anthony Edwards' team after last night. It was it was a hard watch, Carl Anthony Towns, yeah. last night. It's hard to watch. Four fouls in the second quarter, just something you know, very clearly frustrated. Guys were getting in his head, just like vintage Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, I thought that that part of his life was over, but you know maybe he needs to get over that in the playoffs as well. Yeah, and I think it says a lot that the Wolves got better when he was off the floor, but maybe that's just the one-game thing where we're just looking to get that win and get over the hump, but maybe it's more of a, of a more insidious indicator. There's a lot of chatter about Chris Finch, the head coach of the Wolves, kind of mismanaging the Wolves who were in foul trouble. It wasn't just Carl Anthony Towns, but where do you fall on that take, and how would you justify his decision-making if you were in his shoes? You know, I think you have to try to let guys play through it and hope that pros can be pros, right? 
you know, Carl Anthony Towns was just making bad decisions, but he felt like he needed to be out there. Chris Finch, I don't really – he's one of those coaches that you can't really question that much. I mean, even though Ty Lue also had a, a bad game, both those guys are some of the best coaches in the league. And you heard Ant Edwards and um, Pat Bev after the game basically say, like, listen, the defensive schemes and the coaching on that side of the ball put us in a position. I mean, it was just at the end of the game, the Clippers couldn't buy a bucket. And, you know, Minnesota was rebounding the ball like crazy in a way that just put them in a position where you kind of just felt it and knew. Just, I want to ask you about the uh, Dallas Mavericks and the way they use Luka in the final game and obviously him getting that sprain that might make him miss the entire series, maybe a couple games. It's still in the air. Uh, did you have any problem with Jason Kidd playing him in the final game of the season on Sunday? No, I mean, they needed to win that game. They felt like that was meaningful in terms of where they were at in the standings. luca has been healthy all year. It felt like a freak thing. So. Yeah. To me, that is why you rest guys, but like that could happen in game one of the playoffs too, and that would be the same result. So I get that it was like very unfortunate, and you want to find ways to try to figure out a scenario where Luca's healthy throughout the course of the playoffs, but it just kind of felt like kind of like a wildly freak accident, right? Yeah, no, 100%, especially like this is the first time they finally get home court advantage. Uh, and I also, um, over the weekend, I got a chance to talk to Howard Beck of Sports Illustrated, and we talked about Memphis. And I think now the dynamics kind of change because they're facing Minnesota and both teams are going to be running and gunning, and I can't wait to watch that entire series. But for Memphis on the offensive side, like they're really great at transition. Uh, when it comes to everything else, they don't really excel at much offensively. Um, do you trust Memphis to be able to score in the postseason? Yeah, I think given the fact that they lead in points in the paint, should be able to get that done. You just have to rely on Taylor Jenkins to get, you know, some matchups that he wants to exploit things that, depending on who they're playing, right, I think Minnesota is a great matchup for them in the paint. Uh, I see Steven Adams and Jaron Jackson being able to dominate in that way. Not necessarily going to be possible maybe against other teams. You're going to have to find ways to score on the perimeter and hope to just be hot from three a lot more action for Desmond Bain, maybe coming off like screen, maybe like, you know, more, more jaw in the perimeter. I think that's kind of what they're going to have to do um, because you're right. Their transition offense is really where they excel and it's a half court game in the playoffs, which we've seen even from guys like Ben Simmons who ex- have excelled in the regular season before and then the playoffs come and he's kind of lost. I don't know necessarily if I if I think that Memphis will fall into that trap just because they have veterans like Stephen Adams on that team to kind of help them through shouldering what to do. I think I mean you could feed the ball to Stephen Adams too, like if you wanted to go old school. Well, especially if you get Cat fouled out or at least in that trouble, is that basically what they're looking to do? And then if you're Carl Anthony Towns and just that coaching staff, what's the response adjustment? Because now that you have notes, now that everybody has that, that's what they're going to be looking to, to box you into. Yeah, I think so. I think you got to maybe use Cat more into the perimeter. Maybe you don't feed, force feed him as much. Maybe you rely on D'Angelo Russell. I think it's interesting, too, because I was looking at those four games that they played one another, and Dylan Brooks didn't play in any of them, which changes the entire matchup, I think. Dylan Brooks is going to most likely check um, 
probably most likely check Ant Edwards, and then you put Desmond Bain on D'Lo, and then obviously the centers will blitz Carl Anthony Towns. So that changes everything. If, if no Dylan Brooks, now Bain needs to guard uh, Ant Edwards, and then it kind of like trickles down from there, if that makes sense. So, yeah, I think you want to use Carl Anthony Towns more on the perimeter and let guys like D'Lo get into the flow of their offense. When D'Lo hits shots early, it's like he'll never miss. Like, they don't even hit rim. Yeah, no, 100%. And just one more question, I guess, on this series and, and some of the players on here. Can Ja be most improved player in the league, even though he was no. the second pick over on the draft? Like, it's kind of shenanigans, right? No, I, I don't think he can. I think when you're a legit MVP candidate and you were a star last year and you sent the Warriors packing, I don't understand it. Thank you. It just feels to me, honestly, this whole Memphis thing, before I go off, let me take a drink of my water. Hold on. <laughs> oh, damn. She's setting it up right now. I love it. I kept poking the bear. It feels, does, it feel like, does it feel like to you that people don't watch basketball? Like... <laughs> Well, with, with teams like that sometimes, yeah. Honestly, like, the amount of shade and the amount of downplaying the Memphis Grizzlies all year has been insane. You had Charles Barkley and Shaq both say they think that Minnesota's going to win in a seven-game series. Okay, that's fine. but. And it's a cool story, and Minnesota's fun, and, like, they are very athletically gifted, and they have some tools, right, and they've got good coaching. But, like, stop with this. Memphis should be set up to go to the Western Conference Finals against the Suns. They're the second-best team in the entire association based on records. They've beaten contender after contender. They beat the Suns when the Suns were fully loaded, and they didn't have anybody. They literally only played Dylan Brooks and Jaron Jackson. No Steven Adams, no Jaw, no Desmond Bain, no Xavier Tillman, no DeAnthony Milton. Like, the fact that I can name guys, like, nine, ten guys that are legit players. The kid that I think, I call him, oh, yeah, Kyle Anderson. I always call him uh, Derek White because they look the same to me. But, like, Kyle Anderson is a bucket as well. Tyus Jones, like, they run so deep, and it feels like people just continue to discredit them. And to me, it means you're not watching a lot of basketball. I don't think that's you guys, but it drives me crazy, and that's why Jaw is considered the most improved player to them because they didn't watch him last year. Well, there's only so many hours in the day and so many minutes that the the big networks can dedicate to the, the talk around basketball. I think this is where – or the situation where – you know, we talk so much about Brooklyn. We talk so much about the Lakers and stuff. Maybe that's why we don't. People aren't talking nearly as positive about Memphis because just so much of the air has been sucked out of the room about that negativity or just those particular markets. Yeah, and I think on top of that, I want to say that the Memphis Grizzlies had like four nationally televised games last year. So if you were watching Memphis, it was really because you were a legit league pass hoops head. You're, you're following it because you love the game on a deep level and, and saw things. Like there's role players that showed out. Even Desmond Bain last year was really good. I think Desmond Bain should win most improved, um, and that's that. Like I think he's been incredible. He's turned into like a legit two-guard. And for him, they have two guys with negative wingspans who are elite defenders. The fact that that's the case is just – I can go on and on. I, I gush over them because I just feel like they don't get enough respect. That's what the heat check is for, right? 
Exactly. Well, and making fun of the Lakers. Yes, exactly. Let's <laughs> let's talk a little bit mo- more modern games. Let's talk about today's matchups. We got Charlotte at Atlanta at four o'clock at least our time here, and then San Antonio at New Orleans. Which game are you more excited to watch, and who are you thinking about moving on? Ugh, both these games, um, they're both kind of trash. I think I'd probably lean Pelicans Spurs more, just because I like the the, the Pelicans and what they've done. Uh, Herb Jones. Another, we'll call it like niche, you know, hipster sort of name that only the real the real ones know. You know, one of the better defenders in the league makes the most impact of a of a rookie defensively, maybe that I've seen in recent memory. Obviously, the CJ McCollum trade has been huge for them. Him and Brandon Ingram on the floor at the same time, they're winning at like an eighty percent rate. They've only played ten games together, but that's that's a sample size enough to feel like, okay, they're building something. You know, Jonas Valanciunas in that trade with Memphis, uh, he's really been balling, like almost 19 points a game and 12 rebounds. I don't think that they expected him to contribute that much. So they've just really gelled together. Obviously, the Devontae Graham pickup was huge. Jackson Hayes coming is coming into his own, too. So they're a really fun, tough team. They've got a bunch of guys who've been counted out. Uh, off their be- bench as well. I forget that kid. There's a Herning Gomez on there who's been pretty good. There, I know there's two. I forget which one it is. The movie and star I one, I think. The movie star. was going to be with Adam Sandler? Yeah, I think it's Billy, right? I'm not sure. Oh, Billy. And, um, yeah. And um, and then that kid that they signed that was undrafted who leads the league in, in steals from behind. He literally just picking pockets. It's just a fun team. So I'm, I'm excited to see a team uh six quote unquote succeed that I wanna say maybe had the worst start of the season of almost anyone. Yeah, one in so, twelve. Yeah, they're one in twelve. It was absurd. For them to be in the play in game now kind of is is an unreal scenario. And looking at some of the matchups that are set in stone here for the first round, uh my upset that I have right off the bat is Toronto over Philly and honestly I think yep. the series might be super co- uh quick might go five games. Uh, not ready to say five games, but it might be. Uh, but to you, what's one upset that you're looking at um, that you could see happening? Well, definitely that. That's my favorite one. I just think. Synergy. That, yeah, synergy. You've got an identity. Some of the things that I look for in a playoff team that can make a deep run is just like, they've been there before. You know, obviously Pascal Siakam, OG, and Fred Van Fleet are champions, as is their head coach. They've got Chris Boucher, who's got, like, real deal. He's come along in his own. Um, obviously, Precious Achuya. I don't think that they expected him to be nearly as good. They're all very long. They're all very athletic, and they can switch on defense, everything. They're just going to be a nightmare offensively. Um, I mean, defensively for the Sixers. I'm not sure who's going to be able to guard all those guys. Like, you've got Gary Trent, obviously, who can – he can put up six, seven threes in a night. He was one of the best players in the bubble um, for Portland. So I, I just feel like Philly's outmatched, which causes all kinds of chaos in the offseason. Uh, I think Boston should is just a better team right now than the Nets. I know that's not – like basketball-wise, that's an obvious pick, but you can't really go against Kevin Durant and Kyrie, but I think I'm going to. I think that's Boston in six. Um, a lot of people are, are – saying that the Mavs are going to lose this series because of the Luka scenario, I don't necessarily think that that's true. Um, I think that the Mavs should be able to take 
at least go another at least go seven. I know Luca probably won't play game one or game two, but um that's kind of what I have that. What do you guys have anything else? Uh for me specifically it's that Toronto Philly series. Um Yeah. I mean, I kind of, with Utah, you know, they had the meeting and, and Quinn Snyder got his G-Unit vest out there <laughs> in that pregame conference that was like 19 minutes of him defending all of his players. And I just hope for their sake, for Donovan Mitchell, but at the same time, it's tough for Luka because, like I said, obviously this is like the first time they finally, finally get that home court advantage and Luka doesn't have all that offensive pressure uh, with Spencer Dinwiddie and some of those dudes and Norm Powell like really stepping up. So yeah, that that might be another series that I'm looking at, and I'm just Trista just saying this right now. Please send prayers uh, for my gassed out Cavaliers. <laughs> I don't care if we get swept. I want that experience. Please, I just I just need them to win this game on Friday, and it's probably not going to happen. You want a lottery pick? You don't want a lottery pick? I think you'd get one if you don't go to the playoffs. Nah, nah. I need to see them on that stage. Like literally, the game versus the Nets was the second time we we're on national TV. Like I just, wow. I, yeah, I want, and they had to, the, you were talking about Memphis not being on TV. The only reason we got a national TV game is because they switched it to put Memphis and Cleveland on, on like a random Sunday night ESPN special game. But yeah, no, I want the experience. Plus like, I don't, and I've, we've talked about this too. I don't trust Miami uh, offensively. Like I think there's, there, there's some things that they can exploit, but it'll be a good series and good experience. You're going up against one of the best is, coaches. Is Jared Allen going to be back anytime soon? Cause man, he would help. He he finally, I think he took off the splint. Um, I talked to Joe Varden, and he said that he's getting very close, and I kind of wondered if they were saving him for Friday. Um, I hope it's a game-time decision. I did not understand them saying that Jared Allen wasn't going to play a day before the game because Steve Nash, like, they had game plans in place if he was going to play, at least make them think up until tip-off or as long as possible. But he might be. He's, he's able to use both hands now. Um, so he's, he's, he's in better status than John Collins. Cause Collins isn't going tonight for Atlanta cause his finger's still messed up. So we'll see. I pray. Yeah. Prayers up for the Cavs. Prayers up for the Cavs. Also, I think it could be an interesting series depending on Steph's health. Nobody's really talking about that. The Nuggets, uh, versus the Warriors is an interesting series. I think that could go seven. Trista Crick, it's always a, a shining moment when you have time to join us, but it's a brief and a bright one at that. At least four Pound the Rock kiddos to you and the Bet MGM tonight. Crew, have a blessed show and rest of your week. Oh, you don't know? We, we're not we're not on. What? We're not on tonight. Yeah, we got we got a COVID scare. Quentin's got COVID. No! Oh. Quentin's got COVID, yep. So we are all quarantining as close contacts. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. I wish that it was different. I hope that Quentin's okay because uh, Me too. best, best show really going in the night times, you know, after the Playmakers, of course. Send him send him some DMs and comments. He, he announced it on Twitter, so it's public. I didn't, like, throw out his dirty laundry or anything. <laughs> right on. We will absolutely send those his way and you on yours. That was Trista Crick, host of BetMGM Tonight and Heat Check Podcast. Uh, she is brought to us by BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download your BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. And on the other side of the break, well, I'm trying to read and, oh, look, channeling negativity. We have a place for it. This is good progress. 23 million veterans, heroes who need our help. I learned myself that when you experience something like this, it's so traumatic, you can't do it alone. Support our wounded warriors and their families at FisherHouse.org. Swing into the jungle for some tremendous sports opinion. The Jim Rome Show, mornings at 9, only on 1140 The Vet. Call from mom. 
Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply the other way and here's Edwards Reed trying to set a screen here's a three he's got three of them <laughs> three threes by Anthony Edwards be careful if you're him it's Edwards weaving driving crashing scoring I paid my dues. Adrian Hernandez and Lindsey Brown the playmakers exclusively on 1140 the bet That's some that's some true artistic quality you've brought to our program here, Adrian. Oh, it's coming, Lindsay. Just wait one second. Oh, Freddie. For one day. Boom, 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 boom. And we don't feel bad for feeling this type of way. Bomb, bomb, bomb. Preach. We are the champions. Of the plan. Nothing good ever happens to us here. Please stop making fun of the Minnesota way of sports things. Which is mostly failure. God, me and Freddie are just like duetting up in here. Honestly. That's how we roll. Listen, you guys won the play-in. We did! So technically... That song was valid. It was. What production? Whoever did honestly, that? Good honestly, honestly. Good for you, Adrian. Good job. Seriously, though. Very proud of you at this current point in time. Know who I'm not proud of? Who? Uh, a Major League Baseball owner that happens to inhibit your state. 
Oh, that Reds guy. And it's not even the it's the son, of Bill course. Bill Castellini. This oh. guy is walking back, 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 back. His comments that he made yesterday. Oh, Phil. I think it was on the radio, too, which is yeah. even like. <laughs> the radio home of the uh, for the Reds. So um, just asking some, some run-of-the-mill questions during the broadcast. Like, uh, hey, why should fans maintain trust in you, Phil? What, this is the quote. Well, where are you going to go? Let's start there. I mean, who sell who? I mean, sell the team to who? That's the other thing. You want to have this debate? If you want to look at what you would do with this team and have it be more profitable, make more money, compete more in the current economic system that this game exists, it would be to pick up and move somewhere else. And so be careful what you wish for. I think we're doing the best we can with the resources that we have. We have we no more pleased with the results than the fans. I'm not sitting here saying anybody should be happy. I'm not polishing trophies in the office right now, and that's what we're here to do. But the bottom line is, and I don't think we've had to shift the discipline. We've tried to manage a lot of things that didn't work, and they came this close to working and then didn't. Nobody's going to tell me or got to tell me it didn't work. So I think we've learned from those things, and trust me, General Manager Nick Crawl is on a mission, a guy on a mission. And he is a bull in a china shop. The actor? That, yeah, apparently. That has his way to do it, and that ways to grow your own, and he's doing just that. Oh, boy. Um, just a few hours later, also a direct quote from one Mr. Phil Castellini. I apologize to Red fans, Reds fans, and regret the comments that I made earlier today. We love this city, and we love this team, and we love our fans. I understand how our fans feel, and I'm sorry. Be more tone deaf. Shout right? out to dad who had to step in and be like, son, go out there right now oh, and apologize. Oh, 100,000 percent. Because this isn't, you know, the the owner, owner guy. This is CFO or CEO, I should say, which is the son of the current owner. And the Reds are absolutely one of those teams that a lot of people are would put in that category of, you guys aren't paying jack squat to anybody. Well, Lindsay, they, they made the All-Star or the playoffs last year. They had a couple All-Stars. They had the Rookie of the Didn't Year. Didn't they host the All-Star game the last five years? Uh, Yes. And cool. so, Rookie of the Year, All-Stars. Of course, we can't re-sign any of them. No. They traded like 10 players away. So, what are you going to do? Threaten the fans to leave because right. your fan base wants you to just not compete and win 100 games, but just make an effort. It's asking for too Bare much. Bare minimum. You were going to make an not effort? Only, not only did you slap the hand away, you've made sure that many of those hands will not come back open palm to you. That's, that's, yeah. You're not already dealing with like a whole bunch of goodwill. I, I'd say the same thing to Garrett Cole, who's a, a pitcher for the Yankees, obviously. This guy cannot find a mirror and look at himself. Or maybe he does. He just looks at about, about himself and is like, Narcissus, you and I are buds. Because. This guy's blaming the sound effects for bad pitching, right? He couldn't he couldn't use the new pitching technology because the, the sounds that they play at his stadium are too aggressive, too loud, too distracting. The trash cans were okay, though. Yeah, it's always interesting on this program. And a whole another hour on the way, you lucky ducks. 1140 The Bet.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.